You remember that one time you was at the beach and got stung by that jellyfish? Yeah, I did. Hey, you remember that one time you were driving in the street and then somebody rolled up in the middle of that motherfucker and damn near hit your ass? Yes, that was earlier today. What's your point? I don't know. You remember that one time you dropped that Eminem on the ground and then you picked that nasty motherfucker up and popped that thing in your mouth? Oh my God, yes. Yeah, you a nasty motherfucker. I'm trying to go to sleep. Shut up. Yeah, you right. My bad. Man, we need some money. Okay, first things first, let's get to the money. Wait, didn't you say you had a plan? Yes, I did. So what is it? Why should I tell you? Why wouldn't you tell me? Why would I tell you? Wait, you told me to listen to you and that you have a plan. Yes, I did. So listen when I tell your ass, get to the goddamn money. But wouldn't it help, help us both if I actually knew the plan before we got to the money? And how would that be helpful? I don't know, just so that I know what I'm doing. But nigga, you never know what you're doing. (sighs) Yeah, you're right. You remember that one time we was at the zoo looking at all them animals and then you overheard your teacher going on that rant about how zoos were destructive and not fair to the animals? And then you found yourself at that same zoo a year later listening to that same teacher talking that same old bullshit to somebody else. I mean, vaguely. And then you find yourself wondering, why don't you just stop taking us on this trip and shut the fuck up? Yeah, how do you remember all this stuff? Because I'm your id. I know everything about you. I know your conscious mind. I know your unconscious mind. I know why you bite your nails. I know why you have that strange urge to smell your own farts. Yeah, why is that? I think about that all the time. It's gross. Well, not really. It's just your mind's evolutionary way to check in on your health. Make sure your insides are still doing good and on the up and up. Well, it feels gross. Oh, definitely don't tell anybody. But it's actually quite natural. I mean, it's certainly not as bad as picking up that dusty-ass M&M off the ground and inhaling that nasty motherfucker into your hungry, indiscriminate-ass stomach. Oh my god, let it go. I'm just saying, how you couldn't bear letting that one single motherfucker go is beyond even me. You had a whole party-sized bag. I know, shut up. Hey, you knew it was nasty. That's what's so perplexing. You knew it was nasty. You popped that tainted piece of diabetes back in your mouth as if you didn't have a literal plethora of virtually identical pieces in your other hand. What's the plan, dude? Shut up. Okay, I'm day, I'm day, I'm day. Okay, I'm day. But first, we gotta get to the money. Why won't you just tell me? Ooh, nigga, young nigga. What you must first understand is that yes, we do share a body, but we move way different. This ain't one of your little 
prepubescent harebrain broke nigga get rich schemes this cannot be divulged in one single page summary because believe it or not we are no longer 11 years old we grown nigga so put your big boy pants on and get to it okay and what if i don't well you've got a number of options and you always have choices for your life but two options come to mind you can listen to me and get some of this goddamn money or you can sit your broke no planning ass right there and let your pride feed your hungry ass alongside with them soiled m&ms of yours i'd imagine it's quite a delectable experience you're a dick dude so if i'm a dick i guess that would make you a pussy well honestly now you're just being misogynistic well in that case let me go ahead and double down and inform you that you're acting like a little bitch right now. Even Steven? Whatever. Shall we proceed? Fuck you, dude. Well, if I was to take your broke-ass advice, that would require you to fuck yourself. And that I can't abide. Are you done? The real question is, are you? Yeah, fine. Get to it, nigga. Robot analysts outwit humans and investment picks. Heisrich of Businessweek reports. Fresh signs of robot supremacy are emerging on Wall Street in the form of machine stock buying analysts that make more profitable investment choices than humans. Buy recommendations peddled by robo analysts, which supposedly mimic what traditional equity research departments do, but faster and at a lower cost, outperform their flesh and blood counterparts over the long run, according to Indiana University professors. Quote, we're not doing sentiments, we're not doing momentum, we're not doing what I would call all these sexy short-term metrics. We give them good old-fashioned analytical rigor to insert in the process at little to no cost, close quote, says David Trainer, CEO of New Constructs Equity Management Firm. Because robo-analysts don't exhibit any biases and aren't subject to conflicts of interest, they produce a more balanced distribution of ratings. With traditional analysts actively working on maintaining relationships with company management, robots aren't beholden to the same conventions. Machines have been doing a bigger share of the work while investors increasingly pile into passive funds. In the next decade, automation should reduce headcounts on Wall Street and the banking industry by about 200,000, according to Wells Fargo Securities. Know your history will be doomed to repeat it, right? I think that's the problem with young folks nowadays. Everybody want to take credit for new achievements, but don't nobody want to pay homage to the past that laid the foundation to even make this shit possible. That's why I think a whole bunch of bullshit going on like we see right now. All these dumb motherfuckers out in the streets campaigning for communism. Ain't never even heard of Trotsky. Fighting and squabbling in the streets in support of compelled speech. Ain't read a word of George Orwell in their motherfucking life. But I know my history, nigga. I seen Terminator 2. And when it comes to us versus them, shit, I'm betting on them robots. Food supply chain is breaking. Tyson Food Chairman warns amid meat plant shutdown, reports Gibson of CBS News. 
Meat lines could be in the country's future as the coronavirus wreaks havoc on the industry, prompting the closing or curtailing of operations at pork, beef, and poultry processing facilities across the country. As of April 27th, there have been at least 4,135 reported positive cases tied to meatpacking facilities in 75 plants in 25 states, and at least 18 report worker deaths at nine plants in nine states. Tyson Foods chairman John H. Tyson spells it out in a full-page New York Times advertisement stating, quote, as pork, beef, and chicken plants are being forced to close even for short periods of time, millions of pounds of meats will disappear from the supply chain. As a result, there will be limited supplies of our products available in grocery stores until we are able to reopen our facilities that are currently closed. Millions of animals, chickens, pigs, cattle, will be depopulated because of the closure of our processing plants. The food supply chain is breaking. Close quote. Ooh, the dominoes are beginning to fall, but that don't come as no surprise. They ain't the first to go and they won't be the last. This shit is tragic, but honestly, honestly, I think this nigga being dramatic for his portfolio's sake. For real, for real. It ain't surprising that meatpacking plants is closing down. The only thing surprising to me is how they really tried to finesse their way around killing all them little animals. Talking about some depopulate. Uh, 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 we didn't kill the chickens, we depopulated them. That's some funny shit, I'm gonna have to use that. She like, what you doing tonight, daddy? I'm like, finna depopulate that pussy. That's some funny shit. What this nigga need to do is go ahead and depopulate that publicist to his goddamn... Pump the U.S. economy with debt-derived cash to get it going beyond the coronavirus pandemic. Deal with the financial consequences of a weakening U.S. balance sheet later, Brian Sotsi of Yahoo Finance reports. Markets shrugged off the growing debt pile on the view that more stimulus is best given the current economic realities and the cost of debt is low thanks to unprecedented efforts by the Federal Reserve on rates so debt could be refinanced and locked in on the cheap. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin warns the U.S. will have to address rising budget deficits over time, playing up the more pressing need to take on every possible action to jumpstart the U.S. economy. Invesco Chief Global Marketing Strategist Christina Hooper mimics Mnuchin's tone, claiming, quote, The market cares about stimulus and will worry about government debt at a much later date when it creates a situation where there needs to be a lot in the way of budget cuts. I don't see that day coming anytime soon. So I would expect the market would cheer the government taking on more debt as long as it's used for effective stimulus. Close quote. At some point in the future, the Federal Reserve will be forced to raise interest rates. That will likely wallop the U.S. economy because of its excessive debt levels. But as the pros likely hinted at, in the long run we're all debt. Let the debt be addressed by the next generation. Making money and preserving today is of greater importance. Yeah, these niggas don't give a fuck, dog. I guess we just gotta follow their lead in this house of cards. Shit, they got the big stack. But that's fucked up. We shouldn't just leave that burden on the next generation. We should do something about it, man. We are doing something about it. We following the money. Yeah, that no, that's not right. That's not enough. That's what the past generation did to us, and look where we stand at. We're fucked. Oh, I understand your concern, young man. I truly do. And believe it or not, I think our self-interests ain't that far apart, to be honest. But first, we got to get the money. No, I don't agree with you at all. You're just being selfish. 
That's a funny dance they do. Selfishness and self-interest. See, a lot of people think they the same, but for me, that couldn't be further from the truth. Is following the money at the expense of future generations selfish? I don't think I need much of a discovery to understand your side. But let me ask you this. What if my self-interest was to truly make the world a better place? What if my self-interest was to make people happy? What if my self-interest was to influence the world for the better? And even if that is the case, it'd certainly be difficult to do any of those things if the actions that I chose to do was to sit around and complain with your broke ass. You got to get in the game to change the game. How you gonna be a reserve on the bench trying to tell a starter how they need to play? Boy, you know as well as I do, don't nobody give a goddamn about a sideline soldier. Eight of America's richest people added billions more to their wealth in 2020, Hoffa of Business Insider reports. Of the wealthiest 170 American billionaires, 34 have seen their total net worth increase by tens of millions of dollars during 2020. And of those 34, eight have experienced wealth gains exceeding $1 billion from January 1 till April 2020, the Institute for Policy Studies' new Billionaire Bonanza report found. Included on the list is former Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer, who's seen a wealth gain of $2.2 billion. Founder and CEO of Zoom, Eric Wan, who's seen an increase of $2.58 billion. Tesla CEO and SpaceX founder Elon Musk, who's seen a wealth increase of $5 billion. And the recently divorced McKinsey and Jeff Bezos, who've seen increases of $3.5 billion and $10 billion, respectively. See, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. You see all this big tech money booming? That's how we gotta do it. We gotta Samsung this motherfucker. Samsung wasn't up there. Plus, I like Apple shit better anyway. I don't give a good goddamn. We ain't finna Apple this thing. We gotta Samsung this motherfucker. Why not? Apple's worth way more than Samsung. Nigga, I say we gon' Samsung this motherfucker. We gon' Samsung this motherfucker. Apple way too one-dimensional for niggas like me and you. We gotta Samsung this thing. What's the difference? Nigga, what's the difference? What's the difference? See, that's how I know you don't know a goddamn thing talking about what's the difference. What's their similarities? Ah, they make phones, duh. Anything else? Um, nah, I don't know. That's the big one. And you said you want to know the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? Well, sit on down, crisscross applesauce, side down. I'm finna take your ass to school. day to lay down all the differences between the two because there's way too many to name. So what I'm doing is just gonna go ahead and bust the shit down on some real nigga shit. And when I do bust it down, well, I think you'll understand. See, Apple is a computer company. They make hardware, they make software, they do cloud computing, they do AI. All that computer shit they be doing, that's Apple. They computer shit, they be doing all that computer shit. That's Apple, they computer company. That's what they do. But what makes Apple do so well isn't solely based on the products that they produce. And I can't admit, they do produce some quality products. Them goddamn AirPods are swaggy as fuck. I don't care what nobody say. But that's not what makes them good. 
It's all a matter of how well they integrate these products into their own business model. Whether it's the operating systems, iPhone, iPod, the Apple Store, the Apple Music, the Apple Genius, Apple has done a tremendous job building competitive brands in hardware, software, retail, and service sectors independently, while at the same time, integrating all these products into their business model to retain maximum economic benefit. Think about it like this. They don't sell their iPhones at Best Buy. They sell them at their own store. They don't market things like Spotify and Tidal. They tell you to get Apple Music. And they don't contract third party whomever, whomever, whomever to repair their software or to make sure that you get maximum impact on your software. They got their geniuses to do it. They make sure that everything about their product is taken care of and that they can streamline all products and all services through all of their different market sectors. Think about it like a dope dealer. It's one thing to sell coke, but it's a whole nother thing to own the farm, the processing plant, the planes, the bags, the scales, the block, and the halfway house. And everyone knows that digital dope is flooding the street right now. So what I'm saying is, is one thing to be a pack boy, is another thing to be Pablo. And then we got Samsung. And Samsung be on a whole different straight hustler type shit. Fuck a computer, fuck a phone. It really don't matter the name of the game. As long as it's money moving, Samsung finna parlay. That's because Samsung is a conglomerate. For instance, they was founded in 1938, right? But did you know that Samsung wasn't involved in the world of electronics and telecommunication until the late 1960s? Before that, they did everything from retail to textile to food processing to insurance to securities. These niggas didn't give a goddamn. Even now, they still got their hands in apparel, automotives, medical equipment, advertising, financial service, hospitality. They probably got their hand in your girl. See, Samsung don't give a fuck. If it make dollars, it makes sense. And nigga, we got to get Samsung with the shit. Damn, okay. No, it's a lot of shit. I get it. I get it for sure. Um, And to get Samsung with the shit, like, that's understandable. But, dude, I I don't know, man. I don't think I want to spread myself too thin. You know, I don't want to, like, half-ass a bunch of shit. You know, you got a whole-ass one thing. If we're going to do something, why wouldn't we just pick something specific, do it, do it well, that kind of thing? I feel you. Your brain is cooking. So I applaud you for that. And I understand where you coming from, too. But to be honest, that's old school shit. Think about it. You remember they told you to go to school, find a focus, and pick a career? Yeah. Well, how'd that work out for you? The truth staring us right in the face, son. See, in the past, the world was a whole lot more static. One could pick a career in an industry that would be around for the entirety of their lifespan. But things have changed. Now look at it. You see how fast the world is changing and reshaping itself? This motherfucker like if RuPaul joined the Power Rangers and it's still morphing time. But like any evolution, the ability to adapt is invaluable for one's survival. And at the end of the day, I don't disagree with you. I think you're right. We are going to do something well. 
what we're gonna do well is get to the money. Can you dig it?